Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome back to Modernizer Die, CFML News Edition. We're September 3rd. September already, man. Time is flying this year. How you doing, Andrew? Doing good, man. Can't complain. Glad to be back. Yep. So, sorry we're a little late today for all those watching live. Uh, this Tuesday is a lot like a Monday with uh, Labor Day yesterday, so thanks everybody for joining us. I know it's kind of hectic, but uh, yeah, let's let's get into the news. Yeah, definitely. We definitely have a case of the Mondays today, so um, <laughs> let's uh, go ahead and get some news out here for you guys. Um, so, ooh, good news and events uh, coming out of India. The cold box training in Bangalore, India, is sold out. So that is excellent. Um, yep, they dropped the price a couple of weeks back, and uh, the last few spots sold out very quickly. Uh, I think they actually even extended the number from normal training just to let a few more people in because uh, they they filled up so fast. So, thanks everybody for signing up there. Thanks for spreading the word, everybody. Uh, and we're we're happy to say that they got a, a full. A full class there for uh, Luis when he visits in Bangalore and India uh, later in October, I believe. So, so yeah. just so you know, if you missed out, uh, there is still time to get you know tickets to training in uh, Vegas or in uh, Germany for CF Camp. And we'll tell you more about that as we go along here. All right, yeah, and this is the uh, the time uh, or the whatever that I have been dreading uh, the release of the Into the Box 2019 videos. <laughs> they are now online uh, for you to purchase. There are over 23 hours of instructional videos um, at your disposal, and it's pretty much every session from Into the Box. Is that correct, Gavin? Yep. Uh, as always, there's always a few technical difficulties, and uh, that they did delay our um, editing of this a little bit. So apologize for the late delay, but if you guys aren't able to attend some uh, conferences coming up, uh, these are some great videos. And even if you are, uh, there's a lot of good content, if not just from the oldest team, but the community as a whole and uh, into the box is uh, my favorite conference. I might be a little biased, but uh, a lot of people who say they can only go to one conference will go to the ITB one as well. So a lot of great content there, a lot of great people. Um, and yeah, so definitely recommend you guys check that out out and uh, you know there's a you know a package deal and i think you can get them individually as well but uh you know a small price helps cover some of the costs of production to try and get that content out to you so uh, i think it's good value hopefully you do too so um check them out and yeah they're available um on autosolutions.com if you go to the blog you'll see that the the video recording release was uh posted last week and we'll have the the link inside the show notes including the blog section as well so but we're glad that we got them out to everyone who's been asking for them. Yeah. And so now those of you who don't know the inside joke about me choking, you can go check it out and see. <laughs> All right. So on to CF camp pre-conference trainings. Um, what do we have going on here, Gab? Yep. So uh, I just noticed a couple of tweets uh, last week about the pre-conference. And obviously uh, we've been talking about the order solutions pre-conference options, but there are some other options too. So they've got a little page up on their site now and they've lifted, listed all the different options they have for pre-conference. And they say they're still working on getting you some more. So there might be more options, but at this time it looks like there's uh, five different trainings going on. So we got the cold box um, hero to superhero one that Brad's going to be doing. 
And then we got the BDD with Testbox with Eric. And then we also have Presidecom. So Preside, uh, a CMS board on top of Coldbox. Uh, they're going to be have a, a day training there just on the 16th. Uh, the oldest ones are two day trainings, but Preside is just the 16th, one day before the conference. Um, and then there's some centralize your logs with Elastic Stack, which is a, again a one day training. And there's another one for Get into Linux, which I think is a half day just on the 16th there as well. Um, so more information is up available on their sites if you go to cfcamp.org slash pre-conference.html uh, or just go to the main site and click on pre-conference you can see all those they got a little bit of information about them uh, and also links to go register for them as well so i did not get all the pricing on that so if you guys check that out we'll try and get that updated for next week so we can get pricing for everything there but uh just good to see you know more options out there uh um, a lot of great training and uh yeah I'm, I'm happy to see lots more going around these conferences so good options yeah. for everybody there yeah absolutely and um also this week we have a release of uh swagger sdk um and the cv swagger uh version two have been released and pretty much what that does is it's uh, a lot of changes over to open api spec uh for version 3.0 um also gives you some options uh with json and yaml um, I'd actually worked on this project here a little bit. Uh, none of the, nothing got pushed in there because it was all used locally, but found the need for it. And I think that's probably what sparked Luis to go ahead and uh, do this here. Um, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Sorry, Luis. I know what the problem is. I failed to respond to your pull request um, update. Um, so Luis had to do this by himself. Sorry, man. I really do apologize, but um Nonetheless, it is good, um, good module, and um, I'm actually utilizing it um, in house, so it's really good. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, uh, the Open API spec, uh, you know, allows you to export your documentation. Uh, it's really good for testing as well. Uh, just really good documentation setup. So if you guys are building APIs, I definitely look at that. We try to make things uh, as easy as possible for you. It builds on top of the, you know, the CB Relax uh, module, but also if you just want to do Swagger stuff, this allows you to, to work with that. So it's a it's a good little module, and we're using that under the covers in a few places. So uh, good to see a new release for that. Looks like uh, Luis has been busy releasing more stuff this week too. So he's released the the data boss dynamic administrator version three. So this is one of our commercial uh, products, uh, but basically all the CBORM updates and all the hibernate changes in the new engines is basically forced uh, and enforce those updates. And so this new version now supports Adobe 2016, 2018, and also the Lucy five. So uh, a lot of good changes in there. And if you guys haven't seen it, what data boss is, is basically a way to use, use ORM objects to generate all the CRUD for your project. So you can basically set up your entities, add a little bit of extra metadata, and then data boss is a module that helps you basically create an editor for all your tables without having to do it all yourself. So it's pretty neat. Uh, it, it, yeah, really can save you some time. It just gives you like a database view from, from inside your code without having to do too much extra work. And obviously, right. if something requires those extra special forms or special UI to edit, you can always build those. But a lot of the basic tables can, you know, can you can do that pretty easily with DataBoss. So good to see another version out there as well. Yeah, and you had mentioned Luis being ready, and there was also one thing here uh, I want to mention. Luis had actually sent me a message. Um, anyway, I was needing a little mo motivation the other day, and, and Luis had told me that uh, he had finished up a new release for DataBoss. What you're talking about? Release a new update for Mementifier. So there's an update to Mementifier out there. 
a new version of CB Validation and CBORM. So, yeah, Luis was on it. Um, I don't know what kind of coffee he was drinking the other day, but I want to get a hold of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't drink coffee, but I'm up for some of that right now. I know. If it's doing it, yeah. Oh, yeah, Japanese whiskey. Okay, cool. So, CF Summit Early Bird, still available as of today, September 3rd. Yep, so we're one month out, and the early bird's one still month. good. <laughs> yep. So, so jump on it if the prices are still there. Um, yep. They look like they're still there today. So, if you guys want uh, $99 for the conference pass, um, and obviously, it's it's definitely a good conference. Um, the, the pricing for the pre-conference is available there too, but again, it's Mirage at October 1st and 2nd, which is Tuesday and Wednesday. Biggest conference of the year for CFML, 500 plus people. Adobe does a great job throwing a party. Uh, you can still register now. Uh, the call for speakers has already gone, come and gone. We got all the speakers announced. We got all the sessions announced. The schedule's on the website. Everything is ready to go. So, uh, you know, a lot of auto speakers will be there. Adobe speakers will be there and all those great community members you come to expect and some, a few new ones as well, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's only like, uh, let's see, we have four order speakers, five Adobe speakers and 15 plus from the community. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, love seeing the community, uh, contribute to things. Um, it's really yeah. awesome. So yeah, got some good content, uh, there as well. Like a lot of good sessions. So, um, I'm definitely looking forward to, to checking a lot of them out. Um, if you go on the website, read through them, and like I said, some of them are some of the similar ones you've seen over time, but there's a lot of new ones as well. So it's good to see some fresh content as well. Uh, this is one of the the bigger conferences, like I mentioned. So a lot of times, this is someone's first Cold Fusion conference. So you get a lot of, you know, people that may have done Cold Fusion for a long time but never been to a conference, or maybe they're just starting it. You know, a lot of jobs are introducing people to Cold Fusion, and this is sort of their first outlet. So there's a lot of beginner content, but there's also some good quality, you know, intermediate content out here as well. And uh, you know, a lot of great speakers, so, you know, chase them down as well. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, let me encourage you, man, if you uh, have never attended a conference, um, man, try to make it. I, I mean, um, I mean, no, no, it can be expensive, but um, if you can make it, it really is, it's good for you as a developer. Uh, even if it's just for, and it sounds bad, even if, even if it's just for, um, you know, networking, uh, because, Man, you meet somebody and they can help you along when you have a problem. Uh, Gavin and I, we chit chat often, um, you know, co pairing, helping each other out. So we met in conferences as well. So um, it's definitely worth going if you guys uh, are interested in Cold Fusion at all. Yeah. And the early bird so, price makes it a steal. You know, like $99 is cheap. If you try and go to any conference for JavaScript or anything else, they're a thousand plus, yeah, 1500 at least, at least plus. And they're already, you know, same same amount of content, same number of days. So, you know, Vegas, you can get a room for pretty cheap, even if you're staying just off the strip or something. So uh, they do have some discounts on the hotels, but they go pretty quick. So, um, but definitely worth checking out. It's a, it's a good conference. And like you said, a good first conference too. And Vegas is pretty cheap to fly into because they try to get you there. Just take your money for other things. So if you're looking for you know, a good conference, this is probably the best one to, to start out with. And it's coming up soon. So, you know, let's get into it yeah. now. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, also in the uh, CFML channel, there is an events um, channel. Um, anybody may be looking to bump, share rooms with somebody. They want to go in there and post that, hey, you know, willing to share a room. Anybody wants to cut costs. So think about that. Anyway, just get there if you can. 
Um, we do have information on the workshops, the uh, specialist program, their certificate program. You know, at first we didn't have any information really as to what it was about, but um, you can have info now, right, Gavin? Yeah. No. We have but, info, and uh, there's a lot of con video content you have to get through. So um, I would sign up as soon as possible if you're going to do that for the Adobe Cold Fusion Specialist Certificate program so i mean you will get a certification at the end of this there's an exam at the end of the day um it's uh basically 20 hours roughly of videos for all the different cold fusion functions and methodologies and then when you get there the the, the one day workshop before the conference is basically a review of that information preparing you for that test at the end of the day so uh it's a it's a good program we haven't done certifications like this for cold fusion since version 9 i believe so it's been a while they've revamped all the all the content so it's definitely a good program but sign up soon if you're going to do it because you don't want to wait until the last minute and have all that video to watch you really want to sort of you know be prepared for that conference uh workshop there but there are some other workshops too so um again this is the day before so this is monday september 30th and as well as that we have three pre-conference trainings available in addition to the specialist program you want to give us a rundown on those yeah uh so pete Freitag is going to be doing um his hands-on cold fusion security workshop. Um, anybody who is dealing with uh, public facing um, or really anything, honestly, um, should attend that conference or that session there uh, that Pete does. There's also gonna be a going from zero to 60 with Docker and cold fusion images, gonna be done by Charlie Earhart. And um, the third training that's available is gonna be on the performance monitoring tool set. And that's gonna be done by the Adobe team. And so I'm assuming they're going to be showcasing their uh, 2018 uh, perform performance monitoring uh, tools. So yep. And the last couple of weeks, we had a couple of blog posts that um, that the Adobe team put out about their their workshop. And then Charlie's also released a couple of blog posts about his session. And he actually reached out to me uh, wondering if I wanted to do an interview with them to find out more about the workshop. So I'm going to try and get that uh, taken care of and scheduled and trying to release that to you guys too, to give you a little more information about the workshop and all the work he's been doing with Docker and everything. So uh, like I said, he's been doing a lot of great work with that. And so be good to get the word out. And like I said, that sounds like a, a pretty interesting one. Uh, I really want to know a little more about what cold fusion is doing there. Cause obviously there are other cold fusion images out there through Lucy and through command box, but uh, you know, cold fusion has, you know, if you're specifically using Adobe cold fusion, their ones are built just for their product. So I'm sure they got some special bells and whistles in there just for you and so it'll be good to, to do that so i'm going to try and get that interview hooked up here pretty soon and then I'll, I'll let you guys know when that's available so just a little yeah. added information there and then after the conference the two days after there's more workshops so this is where Audis is doing their thing so if you're if you're looking for more um we're offering it for you so right and by more too also more and more cold box centric as well uh, that's going to be um, provided after the conference. There's going to be a cold box from zero to hero going to be um, done by Gavin and Eric. And that anyone who's attended that uh, session already and is interested in getting some more um, out of that same concept and that same foundation, uh, Luis and Brad are going to be doing the uh, cold box from hero to superhero um, API edition. Um, so basically they're going to be taking everything you've learned on zero to hero, one up in it and taking it to the next level. Um, you know, that's, that's how we all do things in programming. We all progress. You start at the lowest level and, you know, you basically keep building until you have a huge snowball. 
Yep, a lot of people who attended the cold box from zero to hero have been asking what's next, what what should I do next, what's the next training for me? So that one's sort of been born out of all those requests from previous attendees and they really want to just that next step, you know, how to do right. API stuff or how to build more modules and really get deeper into that. And so yeah. that's a good And for anyone though who's not who who may not be interested in APIs itself though, Gavin. Correct me if I'm wrong. This the hero superhero, even though it is API uh, centric, that's more or less just a handler and all. There's going to be other functions and other methodologies and you know validation, authentication, and all that kind of stuff that um, they're going to be going over in this. Uh, this yeah, I, th I think even if you're not doing API strictly, you know you're going to get a lot out of it. A lot out of it. Yep. Yeah. Want to make that clear? Um, you know, a lot of people don't give a rip about APIs. They may, they may not. They may still be doing legacy stuff and don't, but. This will definitely be a good workshop if you're in that that level there. So, yep. and this uh, is the date to that Thursday, October third. Correct. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No problem. Uh, yep, Thursday and the and Friday the third and fourth. Uh, just want to let you know this is not at the Mirage. The conference is at the Mirage, but this will be at the Area Tower Suites, which is you know just just along the strip from there, uh, just behind it basically. So if you guys, um, if you're staying at the Mirage, it's fine. You can stay there and you can just walk on up to the area tower suites. Uh, we have some really nice suites. So it's going to be small, intimate, not that intimate, but uh, still comfy, cozy, and uh, perfect for, for this type of training setup. So uh, space is limited. We still have a few spots left, but uh, not too many. So if you guys want to get there, please sign up as soon as you can. All right. So what else we have on the agenda, Gavin? Well, as we did mention, uh, the Cold Box Zero to Hero uh, boot camp in India is sold out. Um, so thanks, everybody, for, for signing up to that. Uh, hopefully uh, it goes really well, and this will give us more reason to get back there in the future. So uh, good to see that being sold out, though. But just wanted to let you know that Podcast 10 discount code is available um, when you're signing up for our workshop. So not just this, this one here, but also for um, the CF Camp and the, the Vegas ones as well. So since that one's sold out, we won't give you too much detail, but uh, hopefully that goes well. I'm hoping to get a good uh, you know response from that. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can spend more, spend more time doing trainings around the world for everybody else. So... Uh, I'm really excited to see how that one goes in India there. Yeah. I am very interested in doing training in uh, Santorini. So the next time uh, you guys do that, just let me know. I will definitely volunteer my time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That didn't work. Okay, sorry. So CF Camp is around the corner as well. Um, it's coming up the 17th and 18th of October, and that's going to be in uh, Munich, uh, Germany. And um, tickets are now available. Uh, the pricing um, for the early bird is, wait, this is an early bird. What month is this? Yeah. We're now almost in the regular season pricing, right? Yep. I think early bird's good for a little bit more. That we Last week, we talked about a discount for the end of summer sale. That discount is over, which you would have got 15% off. So uh, I think you still get the early bird if you sign up now. But next week, the prices go up for the regular price. Um, so... Right now, I believe they're about um, $313 US, which is about 280 euro, something like that. Um, so if you go go online to cfcamp.org, you can get the tickets available now, and they'll they'll have the translation to the right right price in there for you. But yeah, regular pricing will kick in September 11th. Um, so right. a lot of good speakers there, a lot of diversity. Um, uh, 
So we got a few older speakers, Eric Peterson, Brad Wood, and Jorge Reyes will be there. And then a lot of great community speakers too. And you get a lot more European flavor, a lot more talks about internationalization, and a lot of things which, you know, doesn't affect us quite as much here in the US, but in Europe, you know, a lot of more things, uh, you know, the multicultural setup in Europe, uh, a lot more, you know, a lot more languages, a lot more everything else. So there's a few talks on languages and, and, and that type of thing. So, uh, definitely a lot more variety it's a great conference and, and brad loves it in the orange machine and uh <laughs> <laughs> and yeah he's can't wait to be there so uh, a great one um definitely want to check that at some point and if you guys know of anyone that's been ask them about it and get some information because uh definitely sounds like a good one and it is the 10th anniversary this year so it's pretty cool that this is their 10th conference uh congratulations for one that's not easy to keep a conference running that long so that's pretty cool. Yeah. What is it? Uh, the tenth anniversary. Like, what is that? Is that like a? You know, you're supposed to get gifts on your tenth anniversary for you know all those kind of things. Whatever. Yeah. We need to have yes. like a little CF camp. Like it was a gold, a gold CF camp. Whatever. Probably Forget about paper. <laughs> paper. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years in, you're still not. Uh, yeah. Great. I'm so, not sure to be honest. Uh, uh, well, Ordis uh, will t also be doing. Uh, a two-day conference uh, workshop as well. However, because it is in Europe, instead of it being after the conference, we're going to do it before the conference because why not, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, because of time constraints and it fit in, honestly, but I was trying to be smart and it wasn't that worked out. But um, Eric is also going to be doing the uh, test box BDD. Yep. Um, and Brad will be doing Hero to Superhero, the API Brace Edition, similar to the one in Vegas. And they're both two-day conferences. Um, and as we mentioned at the start in the news, there's also a Preside conference for one day. Centralize your logs with Elastic Stack for one day. And then they get into Linux, which I believe is a half day, all on the 16th, the day before. So uh, our yeah, Audis ones are like the, four hours. Yep, the Audis ones are the 15th and the 16th. And then the conference again is following that on. So that is on the 17th and 18th. So. Yep, that is correct. I'm looking here on their site and it appears to be that those are all one day or less. Yes. Yep. Love so those. a lot of great content there, workshops available as well. So if you guys are going to be traveling to Europe, uh, you know, take the extra time, uh, do the workshops beforehand and maybe even do a little traveling as well. Uh, definitely on my list to do hopefully uh, i can get there next year with the wife and we'll do a little sightseeing as well so all good so again that's only six weeks away so you know figure out what you're gonna do get those tickets booked and uh yeah don't miss out yeah absolutely so now we're on to blogs tweets and videos of the week we need like a sound like a, a sound bite. You know, soundbite for this yeah good transition there that'd be awesome well so anyway we'll think about that um so we mentioned luis uh hammering out some stuff the other day um one of them is the cborm um and the title of that is enjoy cold fusion orm again yep so he's uh he released a webinar last week he did it live on friday um so that went really well and there's a link to the the webinar on our website so if you go to autosolutions.com slash event slash webinars or you go to the events tab and click webinars you'll see all the webinars we have a few upcoming as well so there's a uh, one on command box coming up as well and um, so definitely don't miss those um, but you can get the webinar link from there uh, 
and you can check that out in the show notes as well. So uh, that was recorded. So if you guys missed it, it great chance to go check that out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, we have a blog um, about the uh, Swagger SDK and CB Swagger being released, uh, which we had talked about earlier in the day. Yep, so you can um, find out all the different changes and, and what Luis has uh, done there with some other contributors as well. So Yeah, and we also have a uh, kind of a um, an interesting blog here. I like this here. There is an, what is this called here? Greg's blog initially uh, is now being... Uh, there's some information about Greg's blog turning into Galaxy blog. It's basically a uh, an open source blog that Gregory Alexander has been working on. Uh, we want to give him a little shout out there and uh, thank him for you know, his contribution to the community. And uh, if anybody is looking for a uh, a blog and want something a little bit different than what you already see, um, you know, uh, check this out. Uh, feel free to um, submit some requests to him. Um, yeah, it looks like he's really focusing on performance and getting some good Google numbers on the performance site. So uh, he's been working on that on those SEO numbers, et cetera. So, uh, you know, there's a couple of good blog platforms out there, but a lot of the blog platforms are a little older now. So it's good to see another one out there, another ColdFusion project. Um, and as he admits, it does need some love and attention. So if you guys are looking for something new, you want to jump on a project, uh, help him out there. And that's uh, at GregoryAlexander.com. And we'll have the, the link in the show notes. Yeah. And uh, looks like we also have a, uh, another blog here from uh, Charlie Earhart. Um, it is titled, Writing the CFML Error Handler Question. Don't forget to log the error. Basically, if you handle an error with a try-catch exception, you want to make sure that um, you actually log it. And that's either using like a write log or a CF log tag so that it will appear in the you know, administration logs um, so that you can get it through the administrator and things like that. Yep. Um, I believe that's only available on Adobe if you and the logs to the admin anyway. Um, you can correct me if I'm wrong there. I haven't used the Lucy backend interface in a long time. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not sure about that either. To be honest. <laughs> not either. I think, but I, I don't think they actually had the logging um, available uh, where you can actually view the logs from the admin in Lucy. Uh, but in ColdFusion, Adobe ColdFusion, you could. And so that's what this blog here is about because uh, it is obviously on the ColdFusion.Adobe uh, blog. Yep. And so that, that one there is it's pretty interesting. Like, yeah, one of those things you don't think about too much. But when you're dealing with Docker and those types of things, you definitely want to have everything in the logs to chase them down later. So, um, so yeah, so a good little blog post here from Charlie. Oh, yeah, there is a log viewer extension for Lucy. It's not part of the core. So probably whenever they, um, you know, split things up, they just, uh, to make it load faster, that was dropped. So uh, Brad just gave me that info in the chat. So appreciate it, man. Yep, cool, cool. Yeah. And uh, it looks like um, Giancarlo Gomez has uh, got a blog post about working with FTP and TLS SSL on Cool Fusion. So... I guess that CFs, uh, CFH, FTP does not support, uh, you know, TLS, SSL. We've had some of these issues and certain things are popping up. But, um, you know, one good thing about ColdFusion, you can always jump into the JVM and do some work there. So uh, he talks about using um, the Java's FTPS client, so the secure client. Uh, and then that basically is, doesn't look too bad of a code. Uh, so he's got that written That's up there. Good. So you can just copy paste that in if you need to and uh, and basically, you know, get ColdFusion running on TLS SSL for FTP. Yeah, absolutely. It uses a jar. Um, it's a bat, uh, Apache Commons um, FTPS client. 
So um, it's just a little jar that loads it up. And uh, yeah, it does everything else as you would expect. Honestly, I'm looking at the code. Yeah. Yep. So nice to, to have that as a reference there. Um, ben Nadal has been blogging a little more. Uh, he did do some Angular posts too. Um, so if, if you want to follow up on some of his Angular ones, you can jump on his site at bennadel.com. But he actually had a few others as well. Uh, he was doing some work with um, with some database constraints. And so he was using, you know, uniqueness constraints in the database. And then uh, one of his scopes changed. Uh, and he had to basically uh, start using soft links, uh, soft delete, sorry. So then he had an issue where if certain things were scheduled at a certain time, and there was one that was deleted and one wasn't, now it's no longer unique. And so he was uh, working with that. And so he just sort of talked through some of the, the you know constraints he had and everything and ended up using like a is current column to adding it to the table and using a uniqueness constraint to include that as well. So basically, you know, he had an option for a backup version. So it's a good little blog post. I like reading through Ben's logic and he sort of, he's real thorough with his explanation. So uh, another good blog post there. And he also talked about a uh, preferred format for a method annotation. So this one's more, you know, style. And, you know, Ben's very big on his style. He likes to be real clean and clear cut. Um, and you can see that in all his code. But he was looking at just the annotations and, you know, Javadoc style annotations and how best to, to portray those. So he was looking at different formatting options. I'm curious, actually, if see a format, how that handles annotations and how that makes it look. Because he looked at several different options there. Um, but yeah, I didn't check the CF format version to see what it would do. But again, you know, if you like to want to look through that, it was an interesting little discussion there. And then he had more yeah. of a philosophical one too, um, talking about REST and GraphQL and how not, they're not your only choices when building an HTTP API. So basically he's throwing back some references to, you know, you don't have to build REST if you're building an API. A lot of times you're not building something that's going to be released to the public, you know. I mean, to be honest, a lot of my, you know, examples I use when I'm showing off uh, APIs or testing, for example, or JavaScript stuff, that's a lot of times I'll just throw in a real simple CFC, old school CFC call where, you know, he's passing the method in the URL parameter, but hey, you know what, that's still an API. It's not the modern way or anything else, but it still works. And, you know, so he was just, you know, explaining the few different options and how people are fighting, you know, GraphQL or REST, which one do you want? Um, but there are other options and, you know, sometimes the best tool for the job is just the simplest and, you know, but look at some of the options in there. Uh, you know, you sort of talked it through and uh, I like GraphQL. It's definitely pretty cool. Uh, the interesting thing though is I wish, uh, I wish we had a better solution right off the bat for it because, uh, yeah, GraphQL, you can, you know, talk to databases, you can talk to other REST APIs inside of it. It's pretty flexible. So it's definitely got some, uh, some pretty cool things. So, anyway, so Ben just shared some of his thoughts on, on that. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, we also have a blog about something we mentioned earlier about DataVos 3.0 being released. Um, that blog that's going to be in the show notes has, um, all the information about, um, you know, the data boss. It also has a video uh, with a uh, demo on there uh, for you to look at and see how that works. And um, I don't know if there, I don't know if there's a link directly on there yet. There actually is uh, where you can actually request a uh, trial version of data boss. So if you're interested in data boss and want a trial, um, click on that and um, request a trial license. So, 
And yep. we had a uh, another blog post come in last minute, uh, right before we got started. What was that about? Yeah, so um, Charlie Earhart just posted it. Uh, I saw it pop up on the Confusion Adobe website. And it's saying that beware that Adobe forum content created between August 22nd and September 9th will be lost. So I wanted to make sure we got that out there because obviously it's the third today. So next week when we air, it'll be too late. But basically, uh, I guess the Adobe Cold Fusion forums um, that they have set up are going to be updated. So they're using the same forum software for Creative Cloud and Document and a whole bunch of their products. And they're doing some updates. Um, but the sad part is is that the updates are taking a while and so basically uh anything after august 22nd is going to be gone because like they did a data backup of august 22nd by the sounds of it and when they launch them on september 9th all that data will be in the new platform but everything in between is just going to be lost so comments responses new threads seems like it's just gone so um on nicolefusion.adobe.com you can go check out that site uh, and read more about that article but sounds like uh, pretty bad news for anyone using it and it's kind of sad that there's going to be a chunk of time lost on the forum so you know just something to be aware of I thought those of you that are using them it's definitely something you need to know um, and then I, I yeah. can't wrap my mind around that being logical but at any rate um, we do know Adobe as well good at deleting old content uh, although this is not old uh, but just be aware if you have contributed um, in those time frames that um, I wouldn't bother contributing until now, the September 9th, to be honest with you. Um, I shouldn't say that, but I mean, if it's just going to be lost, I mean, why bother? Yep. And then uh, I know that Charlie has some, you know, some ideas on how to get the content. They've got get a feed of this content option on, on the bottom of the page, you know, shows that over 50 items since August 2nd, you know, so. Uh, there's going to be a lot of content loss, which is pretty sad. Um, you know, anyways, it's, he's looking through trying to see what we can do. So definitely, uh, want to, if you guys are using that blog, definitely go check it out, read, read his blog about it and, and see. And again, he does say this is not a cold fusion issue. It's a Adobe updating issue, but, um, yeah, it's just pretty, it's kind of crazy. Like, I mean, they've got a lot of products, not just the cold fusion one being updated. So if they're all losing that much amount of data, that's kind of crazy. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. so that was uh, the last part of the the news there. I mean, sorry, blogs and tweets. But we also have some couple of CFML jobs popped up as well, which is always good to see. Yeah, there is. There's uh, a cold fusion uh, and React developer. Uh, somebody's looking for them, and uh, that's uh, CF Web Tools. Uh, there's also someone looking for a full-time uh, CF developer in Arlington, Virginia for uh, Blue Ridge Info Systems. Um, we also have another full-time request in India, and I couldn't tell you where that's located, um, but it'll be in the show notes, and it is in Hyderabad, Telangana, India. Probably not right, but... <laughs> also, there is a... I know it's not right. There's a junior, junior developer... Um, full-time remote position um, out of Pasadena, California, which uh, through eCivis, um, which um, if I remember correctly, they are uh, the company that does um, the jobs for city municipalities. Is that correct? I don't, I'm not sure. Rate, I mean, they definitely have a, a huge portfolio of, of jobs. They got a, I think they have a lot of financial stuff as well, um, but it's definitely a big company. They got a, you know, a big amount of work 
And so oh, they are a grant management software system. That's who that is. I was thinking East Civics, I think, is the um, city oh. um, thing. But at any rate, um, or maybe these guys, because they were honored with uh, government technology 2019 top 100, whatever. So cool for them. Uh, anybody interested in a junior developer job? Junior? You know, you all start somewhere. Uh, here's a full-time remote position. So uh, check that out. Pretty cool. So on to the fun stuff. The force box modules of the week, right? Yep. So this one I think was an easy decision with the CBORM release of 2.0 and then up 2.1 and 2.2 in quick fashion and a webinar. Um, makes sense that so that should be the Forgebox module of the week. So for those of you that don't know much about it, basically CBORM, you know, powered by Hibernate for all the different engines, uh, works pretty great, but it's Java based and, you know, it's not so pretty, shall we say. So the CBRM gives you a whole bunch of fluent human readable sort of approaches to this. So it just adds a, a whole set of helpers to try and uh, make it more common with a lot of other functionality you may use or, you know, the verbs you may use, et cetera. So it gives you a lot of, you know, easy helper names. It just seems more readable, more approachable, and it does some cool stuff too, like adds transactions around your stuff automatically and, and that type of thing. So it's definitely a nice little suite of tools. Um, if you are using ORM, uh, I'd recommend using CBORM as well on top of that. It's definitely a good product uh, to really help you out. Um, it'll save you a few headaches because one thing with ORM is, you know, you're relying on the engine to do a lot of it for you, and sometimes it bites us, right, Andrew? Yep. <laughs> So CBRM helps with some of that stuff for sure. You know, make sure it flushes the right things and uh, puts transactions around and, and that type of stuff. So, uh, but if you want to try that out, it's a cold box uh, module, just CB install CBRM and away you go. And that's had, uh, you know, almost 40,000 installs now. So it's definitely getting up there in this usage. And we use that inside of a uh, content box, our CMS and yeah, it's definitely definitely helps a lot when you're working with RM. Yeah, good deal. And so yep. we had the VS Code tips, tricks in a week for us. Uh, we're gonna be showcasing the material icon thing uh, with goodness gracious at the downloads of that joker. Yeah, almost 10 million downloads there. So um, it's pretty simple, but it's one of those things that just makes your user interface a lot easier um, to work with. Um, so basically, this this module helps give you nice icons that you can actually visually see and understand you know what folder file and language you're working with and those things just make it easy when you're scrolling through you know hundreds of files trying to find the right one especially if you've got you know a mixture of uh html and javascript and you've got configuration files and you've got view and everything else in your app this just helps you sort of identify those the json ones stand out a little more you know so really nice little tool uh, and again, it's just one of those little plugins and uh, the material theme itself is pretty neat, but this is just the material icon theme. Um, so it just helps liven up your, your file and folder list and make things a little bit easier. So again, something simple like this, uh, just nice little extension, but again, you know, helps you yep. out, get you moving. So absolutely so check that out guys you can just um, install that uh, do the search uh, for extensions called material icon theme and um, give it a stall install reload it and if you don't like it trash it 
But uh, send us some feedback if you guys uh, actually use that and um, end up liking it, or if you find another icon set that you like better, shoot yeah. it over to us. We'll, we'll like to check it out. So, yep, sounds all good. right. Yeah, and so that brings us to the fun part of the show, thanking our Patreon supporters. Um, because of you, we are able to provide you this top-notch video broadcast in our live studio in, where are we at? Burbank, California? Isn't that where Jay Leno's at? We're in Burbank, California, right? Um, studio, whatever the number is he's at. That's where we're at, and we thank you guys for allowing us to be there. Actually, no, we're both in our houses. Um, doing this uh, from our desk. Um, but Gavin, if you want to, uh, run down the list of our, uh, patron supporters and, um, yep. So you're top of the list again, Andrew Davis, but thank you also Gary Knight, Jan Yannick, Joseph Lamary, Laxma Tirahadi, Richard Herbert, John Farrar, Calvin Stanton, Don Bellamy, Samuel Knowlton, David Bellinger, Yogesh Mathur, Stephen Klotz, Dan Card, Jeremy Adams, Brian White, Didia Lesnicki, Scott Steinbeck, Jordan Clark, Matthew Clemente, and Da Lee. Yep. And uh, that brings us to the end of the show, guys. And we do thank you and thank all of our supporters here. And uh, if you have anything you want to uh, you know, have mentioned on the show, uh, let us know. Send us a message, please, guys. Uh, let us know <laughs> what you'd like to uh, see us talk about. And... Um, I think that's a wrap for the day, right, Gavin? Well, that's a wrap, guys. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you. See y'all. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.